Hi, you've tuned in to the Lovely Travels podcast where we talk about all things travel and adventure. My name is Emma Lovell, also known as Lovely, and I have a mission to visit every UN-recognised country in the world while raising awareness for mental health. Join me as we revisit some of my past adventures, speak to fellow travellers and interesting locals, all while following the journey to 195 countries. I'll be joined soon by my co-pilot, Darius, in Germany. And sometimes we're even going to hit the road together. Make sure to join in the adventure by following me on Instagram, Lovely Travels. You can also join our Facebook group, Lovely Travels Community, and learn more about us at the website, lovelytravels.com. But for now, it's listening time. Travel vicariously along with us. Hello and welcome everyone to the Lovely Travels Podcast. Oh, I like that. Is this our new intro? We were just chatting about music. Yeah, I'm inspired by by Charlie Acord. Um, I've decided to pursue a career in singing. Jingle, jingle, intro, podcast. You know, there's probably quite a market for um, podcast music. We we paid for ours, so. Yeah. Yeah, um, there you go. All right, so okay. you're quitting and doing that. Great. And like Thanks the phoenix from that. the ashes. Thanks for that. We've had 58 episodes. It's been good. Or 60. <laughs> now it's time to reduce the subscriber count. <laughs> yeah. Bye-bye. One can increase. Hello and welcome, everyone, um, to this week's episode of the Lovely Travels podcast. Emma, how are you? I'm good. I'm going to segue quickly because i've been listening to another podcast i know cheating on us what? um i know there's uh, there's more darius you wouldn't believe it but there's actually other podcasts out there um it was uh dawn french and jennifer saunders and this is called titting about titting oh. about <laughs> and i was like what's, what's the segue <laughs> oh, i just think i just i know it's just um I just think it's very funny, and I was like, I feel, I feel like we tit about, and I think basically that's what a podcast is, titting about. Sometimes I'm like, I feel like we need more structure, and then I'm like, no, no, the lulls. I think we need less structure. All right, we can work on that. We can do that. So, just I'm going to throw you a curveball. How about we talk about Hungary this episode? <gasps> Stop it. Stop it. Let's. Um, well, you've let's... you've been to Hungary, haven't you? I've been to Hungary many times. I've been to Hungary this been morning. Hungary I've been to Hungary. <laughs> um, yes, no, uh, but I've actually been to the country, um, Hungary, Hungary, yeah. not Hungary. Hungary. Um, uh, yeah, I went in 2017. I'm squinting my eyes because oh. I'm just remembering. I literally have my photos open to ensure that I get it right. Yes, November 2017. And Darius, it was meant to be a trip that we were going to do together, but sadly you had to bail. Um, I remember it differently. (laughs) It didn't didn't quite come together. Um, So that turned into a lovely gals trip with my friend, with our friend, our mutual lovely friend, uh, Emily Wemmerly. Emily Wemmerly. What a lid. Shout out to Emily Wemmerly. It's her Um, official name. Yeah, I think um, if I remember correctly, I was uh, terribly unemployed at the time. And um, 
chronically excuses, unemployed. Darius, excuses. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was a good one. It was something a good like one. that. Yeah. Uh, so we, we we were actually tossing up between Poland and uh, Hungary, and so it's pretty cool that you and I ended up in Poland together. Uh, but that is not today. That is not for today. No. Today is no. Hungary. And- I did. I did go to Hungary after all that. I was there in two thousand and nineteen. With um, had a bit of a boys' weekend. Boys' trip. It's it's actually a very good. I was meant to be there last year. Um, bar humbug to COVID. I was meant to be there in September for my friend's hens. It's actually quite a good. It is a good um, hens bucks sort of trip for Europe, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think it's the it's the cheap beer and the delicious. Delicious food. Well, yeah, it's really good, lovely restaurants, bars, and then like they've got those really cool, the cool bars. Um, the courtyardy ones. Yeah, the name's escaping me. They're like kind of junky, kind of funky, kind of. I'm going to look it up right now. Oh, and I've lost it. The, the things. Oh, it's gone. Um, the ruin, ruin bars. Yes, the Ruin Bars. That's what they're called. Yes. Um, yeah, they were very, very cool. Um, and and something- for, for, for anyone who hasn't been, um, it's like the, the, the Hungarian buildings uh, often build around a courtyard. And um, in some of these courtyards, there are like, yeah, these sort of half outdoor bars and it's a little bit trashy and funky lights and just, yeah, just wild parties. Yeah, like really yeah, good good night out. Um, and it's very easy to get around. Um, so I think like me, you were in just in the capital, Budapest. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Fun fact, my fun fact. The reason, the, the name Budapest is because there's two parts to the city. There's Buda and there's Pest. And so you're yep. either in... You know, and then and they're actually quite. Um, you know, if you live in Buddha, you don't like Pest, and if you live in Pest, you don't like Buddha. And it was, I was just that was mind blown to me. <laughs> Did like, you know that, that it was like, almost the, the story goes it was almost called Pest Buddha because um, there was some disagreement about which of the cities should come first. Well, I'm sorry to Pest, but um, I feel like uh, it has more of a ring to it. Uh, <laughs> I have to say, one of my favourite <laughs> memories. <laughs> this is very childlike and uh, very, very high school of me. I got. We were posing. They have giant the letters, which is quite cool. The giant Budapest mm. in the city, um, mm. and I was there with Emily, and both of our names start with E. So we were posing mm-hmm. with the E. But what I did was zoomed out a little bit and got a photo of her in front of Pest. <laughs> so. Uh-huh. <laughs> And just put it up <laughs> on social media. And I was like, yes, she is. <laughs> uh, for those that maybe don't speak English, pest in English is like, um, you know, a, a cockroach would be a pest. <laughs> yeah. Something um, to, and to, something annoying. Annoying, yes. So yeah. I'm pretty sure after that little incident, in, Emily found me to be quite the pest. <laughs> in, in German, pest is the plague. Or a plague. Accurate for the time we're in. (laughs) (laughs) But not for pest. pest Place. It was lovely. It was not plague-like at all. Um, And one of the best things I did in the city, which is something, um, it's kind of a a chain now throughout Europe, is the free Mm. walking tours. 
Mm. The free always. walking tour was fantastic. We could we should always do an episode on free walking tours. I have a, I have a lot of good things tours. to say. Well, yeah, um, and sometimes those things seem quite touristy. I, I quite I'm quite partial to a hop on hop off bus as well. Ooh, I know nah. that they look very touristy, but they're very convenient and very good value, and you can see a lot. Mm. You can either sit there and enjoy the view, or you can get off, hop off, and enjoy the sights. It's true. It's true. What else did you get up to when you're in Budapest? Well, I did not. I tell you what, I did not do, Emily. Okay. <laughs> I did not go to the baths. No, that's a lie. I did go to the baths, but I didn't go in the baths because um, we were there for a short time. And Emily wasn't super keen on it. So we had an afternoon where we decided we'd go our separate ways and do things and then reunite. Um, and you and by got the drunk without her. <laughs> well, no, by the time I went over to the baths and I got in there, I kind of had about an hour or so and I thought, this isn't really a sort of dip in, dip out situation. Like the baths are yeah. something that you would go and, you know, really – it's sort of luxurious. Well, some of them aren't as luxurious, but they're they're an experience. You go and sit in them, you enjoy them, and also I think it's something that would be quite nice to share with someone. And so I got mm. there and I was by myself. I had like it was going to be a bit rushed, and I thought another time Budapest, another time. Yeah. And then Emily went back and bloody did it, didn't she? <laughs> she was like, I did, I did it. Um, so there's quite a few famous ones around. Did you did you partake in the bar thing? Uh, yes. Please and, don't ask me what any of them were called. No, well, I can tell you a few of the famous ones because, and I'll share it in the show notes. I actually wrote an article, a travel guide about the, the uh, about Budapest. Oh, and wow. so the thermal Where can bars, people find that? They can find that on She Defined, and I will also share it in the show notes, and I will share mm. it on Lovely Travels at some point in the distant future, maybe by the time you're actually listening to this. But the two... Uh, sort of, some of the, the two of the well-known ones are there's Sessionel, Ses oh Sessiony, Sessiony, which is the largest largest medicinal bath in Europe, and it's famous for its relaxing and therapeutic waters. Or there's the Gellert, I don't know, I think they might say Gellert, but Gellert Spa, and that one's um, set in a hotel on the border side, and that's where I went. I went and had a look at that, and it's got these beautiful. Um, glass ceilings and um uh what do you call stained glass so beautiful sort of uh light coming through and it's got a lovely grand entrance hall and there's a bunch of different baths to choose from and it's kind of one of the most the more authentic um Buda uh, budapest bath experiences so before when you said have i if you asked me if i'd been to any baths i understood bars <laughs> oh. <laughs> I went to a lot of bars. So you I'm didn't sorry, go in we the baths? No, 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 Okay, no, okay. No, no. All right. But uh, you can drink at the baths, so maybe you had forgotten that you had done that. But, um, yeah, it was a bit a bit further than I had, had planned for my little walk. But, I, you know, it was one of those things where I absolutely, oh, you know, sometimes it's just nice to walk. And I wasn't on the walking tour at the time, mm -hmm. but just to walk through the city and I was crossing the river the, it's the Danube that um, runs through a number of countries in Europe. And it was just lovely. I just kept stopping, I, you know me, taking lots of photos. I just kept stopping and just sort of looking and really enjoying being where I was. And that's why it took me so long to get there. And I thought, 
you know what, I'd rather just do a bit more of this, just taking yeah. in the city, looking around, um, yeah. So... We, we went, um, at, like I said, we were on a, on a boys' trip, so we did visit a lot of bars. <laughs> yes. Not baths, bars. Enunciate, um, enunciate. <laughs> and um, then we also went for quite a lovely walk uh, around Budapest and onto the pest side. There's like the mountain bit. There's yep. a big park you can walk yep. through and the great views of the city. Can highly recommend that. Um, and we also went to a to an underground shooting range. Emma just sneezed. <laughs> I always try to do that subtly, and I knew it as I was doing it that you were gonna say it anyway. We went to an underground shooting range, and um, yeah, it was pretty fun. I don't don't really like the old violence, but. But I still managed to shoot like an AK-47, a shotgun and a pistol and some other stuff, um, which is an experience. And it's, 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 it's pretty popular in Budapest because of all the aforementioned stag do's. Yeah. Um, so it seems like a very, I guess, a very manly thing to do to go and shoot some guns underground. There is a bit of an undergroundy vibe of Budapest, um, mm. but I was uh, looking back through my photos before, and quite um, different to your trip. Uh, I had quite a large chunk of photos that were me trying on outfits. So, one of my sightseeing activities was the inside of the H and M, which was very good because they do vary quite a lot. So, top tip: the Budapest H and M is excellent and uh other um other clothing stores are available they are but this one was particularly good actually we did do quite a bit of shopping they were it was really nice in this on the pesh side they're these lovely um sort of cobbled streets um they're quite wide avenue type things we had a really lovely breakfast one morning sitting out at a cafe and um yeah it was just nice it was sort of a nice place to go shopping and all they weren't the shops were anything flash. Everything mm. was laid out well and um, it was just a nice experience. And for mm. me, um, coming from Australia, when I go to Europe in winter, we don't get very good winter fashion in Australia or it's very expensive. So I do quite enjoy shopping. Um, right. Um, speaking, of, speak, speaking of winter, I was there in February, which is probably the worst time to visit because there's a lot of like grey snow slush. Ugh. everywhere and it's cold and moist and ugh. wasn't like the weather, the weather was, was terrible um, when we were there. So we didn't have a choice, but to go into a lot of bars. Um, oh, I see. Yes. Okay. Well, but yes. at least there were things for you to do. <clears throat> um, November was crisp. It was love. Like we were very fortunate. I obviously got a photo of a beautiful um, sunset over the river, um, looking back over the parliament house from the castle, which is on the Buddha side. Uh, and that was, uh, yeah, it was just really very clear, very crisp and clear uh, the weather was. So I don't mind, again, um, I don't really experience proper winter. So for me, it's kind of mm -hmm. nice to, to rug up. Um, yep. And the, the benefit of going in November was that we had, um, they had a Christmas market, which you oh, know, we nice. know that I enjoy. Uh, and it was really yep cool because I'd, I'd enjoy the Christmas market format, which is quite similar in a lot of places, but there um, the food was different. So they had mm -hmm. some like typical Hungarian food. Langos? Uh, 
Yes, yes, Langosh. We talked about this on the Christmas episode. Um, Possibly. And they, were, they had these cone things which they filled. It was like a pastry cone, kind of like a donut mm-hmm. cone. And they mm-hmm. put things a in cone it. A cone nut. A cone nut. That's that's the official term. But it was like, the, yeah. The important question. Walk around. Sorry. The important question is, did you have any goulash? I believe I Some did. Goulash. I believe I did, but um, I really I loved the the food. It was very. I, I really liked that. Um, I'm going to say Eastern meat European and, style meat and potatoes. Meat and potatoes and the like cabbagey sort of thing. I yeah. really enjoy those flavors. And again, being in winter, that's very hearty and mm. filling. And and um, Emily is. Um, is a good diner and she quite enjoys mm. it. And she had it awesome. One of her colleagues was um, his favourite city in the whole of Europe was Budapest. So he gave us this right. amazing list of places to go, which was really, mm. really helpful. And um, we just – it was really nice to go and have, like, long lunches, to sit, really enjoy the food, have some glasses of wine and um, cocktails at a few other places. And um, it was very affordable. I found it to be very affordable. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and that, I, I, I really enjoyed like like three o'clock in the morning after a, a whole series of, of of beers to you know find a place that did like all night goulash and then like steaming hot beef stew with lots of paprika and ah, it's good. It's yes, good. paprika is an ingredient they use a lot because one of my favourite yep. dishes there was the um, chicken paprikash. And basically, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, sort of a, well, chicken dish, <laughs> a rich, hearty dish. Um, mm-hmm. And it's got um, the paprika in the sauce. And then it's so- served with that, like, kind of noodly stuff, like in, what do you call that in Germany? Like the. Spätzle? Yeah. I think it, it was Spätzle. But they're like tiny little dumplings, aren't they? Yeah. It's similar, sort of, it's like a mixture between a dumpling and a noodle. Yes, yes, and um, yeah. it's it very good with that, and it just was really delicious. And we had that at the Derene or Derene. Uh, there's lots of accents on it, so I'm not pronouncing things very well. Derene, but bistro. Um, I really enjoyed that uh, that one. One of my other favourite places to eat, and we actually went there twice. I enjoyed it so much. Was uh, Mazeltov. Um, so. There is quite a prominent Jewish quarter on the Pest side, um, and mm-hmm. Mazeltov was in that area, and it's one of the ruin bars. And so, mm. yeah, the ruin bars are like, yeah, kind of buildings that would be run downish, but they've vamped them up. And this had, like you said before, those beautiful courtyard, uh, big courtyard, the beautiful twinkle lights, yeah, um, yeah. leafy green, like they'd sort of brought the outdoors indoors and just phenomenal cocktails and um yeah that sort of i guess i want to say oh i'm going to say the wrong place uh the type of food would be um, i don't know like hummuses and wraps oh, and okay. that's you know what i mean like it's um, like middle, middle eastern yes yes that's the that's what i'm looking for it was middle eastern sort of cuisine and it was very mm. tasty um mm. cocktails and middle eastern cuisine so mezza plates and things like that it was really tasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Emma, did you know that um, Hungary is one of the oldest countries in Europe? Do you want to take a guess at the at the year it was founded? Oh, if it's the oldest, I don't know when Europe Europe was founded because it was different um, in the ancient times. Uh, I don't know. Let's say eight hundred. Oh, not bad. Eight ninety five or ninety six hey. or ninety seven, depending what website you look at. I actually should know that because they would have told us on the walking tour. And Hungary's had quite Probably. a history of being taken over um, or being indifferent. It was sort of parts of different um, countries. What was the – was it when it was Fa- like- famous, Famously part of the Austro-Hungarian Empire. Yes, yes. So I was going to so, say, yeah, Austria. It, would be I think not so much that it was part of different countries. It, it like took part in different countries. Yes. Um, yeah. And they had quite and then, a, of course, a royal family that married out a lot. There's quite a lot of famous royals that have a Hungarian. Goes beyond the scope of my researched facts. I just I do remember that from the walking tour. They're like the descendants, and and even be, when I've been in Austria, a lot of the marriages, you know, because they would marry between countries for power, mm. um, happened between, yes, Hungary and Austria. And did you know that the 1986 Hungarian Grand Prix was the first Formula One race to take place behind the Iron Curtain? No, I did not. That, and go. that's a big part of their, I guess, more recent history was. Um, and became I'm, communist after World War Two. Yes, I'm. Oh well, got made communist probably. Yes, and they had a wonderful, uh, like wonderful slash sad um, sculpture outside near the Parliament House. It's quite famous. It's the shoes all lined up. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's all just just a row of um, shoes made out of metal or brass or something, but just to um, sort of signify that World War Two time and that's nearer to the sort of Jewish area. So that's a bit mm. nice, sad, but a nice, um, I guess, memorial. Or I've also gone ahead and prepared a list of famous Hungarians. Why, thank you. Please. Um, you please might not know they were Hungarian. Um, going to start with some obvious ones. Um, Adrian Brody. Yes, who was in The Pianist. The Pianist. Um, and maybe on... On the late night edition of the Lovely Travels Travels podcast, I can tell you the joke about the uh, six inch pianist. Um, I think you just did that. <laughs> then there is uh, Robert Kappa, who is was a was a famous um, combat photographer. Um, okay. Everyone has probably seen a Robert Kappa bill, uh, picture in their life, mm-hmm. but just not known it. So that's a good one to to look up. Um, Harry Houdini. Ah. That that feels right, yes. <laughs> yeah. Famous escapologist, I learned. He is. Um, he was born in Hungary. The um, Now, two interesting ones, who, which I didn't know. Um, Laszlo Biro. Can you? As in the inventor you, of the pen, the Biro. Inventor of the ballpoint pen, that's right. Um, yeah. Who actually had some sweet form of revenge when the Allies used ballpoint pens in their bombing runs over the Nazis. Because he, of course, um, you know, suffered under the Nazi invasion of Europe and, um, yeah, got some revenge. 
Um, and one more, who um, another good one is Tommy Ramone of the Ramones. He's also from Hungary. There you go. Now that one, I've heard of them. I'm not. Familiar. But you didn't know he was Hungarian. I didn't know that, um, and I'm not super familiar with their music, which people might hate me for. But I know oh, the band. I know of the band. Very famous. That's good. That's good. Yes. Well, they, thank you for sharing. That was excellent. You're welcome. Um, Write you- to us with any other famous Hungarians you might know. Um, <laughs> info at lovelytravels.com. Yes, please do. We would love to hear that. And, of course, if you've been, and we're going to be sharing some uh, images on the Lovely Travels Instagram, at Lovely Travels. Uh, so please do tag us uh, in your pictures. Or oh, we have, obviously, the Facebook Lovely Travels community. We'd love to see uh, your time there. Where did you stay, Darius? Uh, like- we had an Airbnb mm. uh, in Budapest. But in Buda or Pest? Uh, Buda, I think. The castle side? The, no, not the castle side. Then you were in Pest. Oh, really? Yeah. Castle side is Buda. That's the nicer side. <laughs> well, depends who you're talking to. Well, the, oh, no. The, I remember this. The um, the the Buda side say that the Pest, it's better to live in the Pest side because then you get to you see can... Buda. <laughs> You get the beautiful view of Buddha. So we were we were right across the road from the Lidl. <laughs> in case oh. anyone is uh, there, you go. Is on the, the main road. We um, I, we've talked about this before, but one of our favourite things to do is to go to a shop. And um, yeah, we also stayed in an Airbnb, and there was just like a little arcade and just a little grocer nearby. So I think we kind of got in later in the afternoon, and it was just fun to go to the shop, and we just picked up a few sort of cheese and bicky type things and um, some wine. And it's just it's just such a novelty going into a store. Uh, it's a very everyday experience but in a very different place. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. you know, I couldn't tell you, well, I could probably look it up, where we stayed and where, where the shop was, but it was nothing fancy. But it was just a really nice experience to go down there and I think we bought some bread and, yeah, just fun to do those sorts of things. Uh, we had an excellent Airbnb and I think – Budapest is one of those places where Airbnb is very good but also problematic. Like the place we stayed, the person who met us was clearly a manager of a number of Airbnb yeah. companies. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. were being used very much as a business type thing. But it was it was a really great apartment and really well decked out. Um, one of my one of my up there Airbnb experiences. And when we were looking to go for my friend's hens, we were looking um, for Airbnbs and there was a real great variety of choice. We were looking for like 14 or 16 people and there were really some cool places we could have stayed. So that's Mm. probably, it's a place where I would say Airbnb is probably the way to go. But you just got to decide if, yeah, if you want to be on the castle side or on the other side. On the pest side. I, like in retrospect, in retrospect, I probably would have picked the Airbnb somewhere else. We were yeah. quite close to like where all the where all the bars and stuff are, obviously. Um which was okay, but I think um maybe something on the Buddha side, maybe a bit nicer. 
And I, like the, the the weather was so bad when we were there. It was raining and like slushy snow everywhere, and it was just just gross. So I think it didn't do the city justice. Um, I would recommend going in spring or maybe summer. Um, just not in February. Yep. It's that time, like everyone in Europe is over winter at that stage as well. So like everyone's a bit uh, grumbly, are they? So I think so. Yeah. I, so. I wonder what it'd be like in summer. Like it'd be very hot. It'd be really nice. Pretty, but mm. hot. One of the the walking tour took us through um a little park. Like there was it was really nice. And there was a fair I remember there was like a Ferris wheel in the park. But just that lovely, the way the buildings sort of outline the park, I, I like that. That's quite European. It just was a really nice shape and had a nice feel to the area. And then I think we wandered towards. And the bars, I believe, like those famous ruin bars, are in the Jewish quarter, near near to the Jewish quarter. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, uh, I actually did have this written down. The, um, the memorial is called Shoes on the, on the Danube. And it's right next to the, right near the Hungarian Parliament, and it, they are made of bronze, and it is a memorial to those killed in Budapest during the World War Two. Mm. So um, that was something really, I really appreciated seeing. Um, I would, I would go back in a heartbeat. I would really love to go back um, with my partner, more my husband Matthew. Uh, I think it would be, I think it's a nice place for couples, um, and I think three or four days is such a great little trip. We were, I think, yeah. I think we were two and a half, three. Like we could have used maybe one more day, but that would have been really quite nice. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely worth a short trip uh, if you're into history and um, pretty buildings and and good food and mostly friendly people. I'm happy to say. And we are well aware um, that we're really talking as well. Our Hungarian experience is very much Budapest. I w- it would be cool to see more and I'm getting, I'm sort of getting like, I got like, um, and we were both there at the same time accidentally was I got Prague vibes. And when I did a little trip outside of Prague, sorry, um, Czech Republic, yeah, Prague vibes. It was, it was really lovely to get out of the city and to see sort of the daily life. So I I would really Mm. next time, maybe yes, extending a day or two to at least see, um, some of the countryside and maybe some more of that castle sort of history and things like that. Yeah. My, my, my next trips are not going to be to capital cities. They can all do their capital city thing. Um, I'm over at sicker cities. Well, I liked that on our road trip, Um, you know, really digressing here, but I liked that on our road trip uh, when we went through the Baltics, that was really cool to, and that that's a, a benefit if you were and and that's really sad actually we and i hope we get to do it but um matthew and i when we were going to our friend's wedding which was in slovakia we were going to be going driving from austria to hungary back to slovakia back to austria like we were yeah. doing a road trip around the area so around all um through germany as well going to do oktoberfest so it would have been really cool to yeah i would have actually got to see more of those countries in it in a different way um and uh i look forward to doing that in the future one day one day again we shall but 
Yes, I would happily go back to Budapest. I would happily go back to Hungary. I do not. Do you remember any words or anything like that? Um, there was something as Kurt. I think that might be like the courtyards or something. Kurt, something Kurt. This Kurt, that Kurt. Uh, Kosinam or Kosinom is thank you. I thank think. Thank you. Kos- yeah. Kosinom. Oh, that's coming back to me now. Kosinom. Kosinom. Something like that. Um, there was more words. I, <laughs> I, I don't remember. I think they were probably... Goulash? Some, goulash, yes. I think, But I think we've probably, yes, um, both had a few beverages uh, that might be um, making that bit a bit hazy. Uh, and it was such a brief time and it was a few years ago now. So... Uh, that that is that is hungry. That is what we, uh, that is us done. I though Lonely you- Planet must be must be on the phone uh, looking for exclusive guides <laughs> from us uh, for, for Budapest and Hungary. Well, I I didn't want to just read out my article. Like, I actually have a lot of content in there, but I didn't want to just read that uh-huh. out. I was trying to be me- yeah, memory. in it for the in it for the clicks. In it for the clicks. Click on the um, click on the article, friends. So Hungary, in terms of my country count, was number 42 out of the uh, UN-recognised countries I visited. And overall, it was my 49th country. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just that's my fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> Good fact. Good fact. Um, well, so we already spooked our channels. Yeah. Um Check us out the website, lovelytravels.com. There will be some posts uh, about Hungary and um, we'll put in some of those tips of places to go. We've mentioned quite a few in here. And mm-hmm. um, please do keep on listening. If you haven't already, and you might be just here by chance, subscribe, rate, review, love us, share us with your friends. We really appreciate it. And uh, until next time, Darius. Uh, that's right. I'll um, see you on the flip side. And thank you for listening, everyone. And um, yeah, talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Um, already looking forward to the next one. Uh, we also have a rather extensive back catalogue for you to check out. Um, but in the meantime... You can uh, follow us on Instagram. That's at Lovely Travels on Instagram. Or you can come and check us out on Facebook, Lovely Travels. That's L-O-V-E-L-L-Y. Or we would love for you to join our Facebook community uh, with more than 500 members talking all things travel and adventure. That's the Lovely Travels community. You can also visit our website, which is lovelytravels.com. Or shoot us an email. We love hearing from our listeners. So please send us an email, feedback, comments, questions, whatever. Info at lovelytravels.com. And you can listen, review, subscribe, like, share, and promote our podcast in any shape, way, or form. Uh, We are on Spotify, iTunes, the internet, uh, Google Podcasts. Everywhere where you get podcasts, you will find us. All good podcasting locations. So tune in next time, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you then. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.